Hello and welcome to the Minimalist Tech Podcast. Today, I just want to give an update on, I'm doing another, I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm constantly decluttering, and uh, but I'm going through a declutter right now that it's just this evolution. I've talked about this, like getting rid of these business chairs that I had in this room opened up the room and it just allowed me to start it kind of opened up the floodgates for me to just go through declutter deal with these delayed decisions uh, of all this this stuff and um, just wanted to step back and give like an overall view of of part of what my goal is here the goal is this was explained to me once I took a like a beginner business course type of thing. Um, this wasn't a school course, which is like an independent thing um, where they basically gave the example of if if you're trying to break through, you have to have a lot of focus, you know, talking about starting and running a business. And they use the analogy of basically like, if you try to punch a piece of paper, like if you try, if the paper is like what you is sort of representing breaking through, right? If you try to punch a piece of paper, like it doesn't really do anything. You know, like if if you hold up a piece of paper with one hand and you punch it with the other, like it just you know kind of flop around. But and you can punch it real hard. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not going to break through that that piece that piece of paper. And so the goal is to focus your your efforts down into like a a point. And so if you take a piece of pencil representing that focused pointed efforts and you can just basically tap that piece of paper and it'll go right through. And the sort of overall of the last several years of my life um, I've been punching the hell out of pieces of paper <laughs> basically um, I've had arguably really good ideas and concepts and uh, and I focused on some more than others and the w ones that I focused on more than others had more success and um, now that I've sort of identified areas where I know that there's there's like very high chances for success, it's a little bit easier to you know to identify those areas of focus. Like one easy way for people listening, like if you you know if you're starting a career, you're changing a career, if the, if your goal is to make money, and this is just you know me and my thoughts just for entertainment purposes only it's like one way is to start from the start backwards like if you just look at jobs and look at the salaries and you decide that you want to make x dollars a year you can just look at job postings for jobs that pay x dollars a year and then you look at the requirements for that job and then you just start going down the list and filling in the gaps for whatever those things are. 
it needs you to have X amount of experience and you know ABC then you go and get ABC and you know could take you a few years but I mean with real focused effort in my opinion or in my experience uh, it's uh, there's a high likelihood of success so now that this room that I'm dealing with now the more I'm going through and decluttering it's it's like I'm noticing the items that are really left over are sort of representations of business ideas right creative business ideas or creative ideas that are arguably very good on their own and if you know if I picked one of them one of the many and simply focused all of my efforts on one of those things and you know using that same sort of technique of like what is the end goal and focusing that towards that then I would likely be fine I could raise the chance uh, probably probability of success very high and uh, but the, the recognition that I have let's say 10 of these things is that because of the lack of focus the it drops the probability of success because of there's no you know even though there's like more focus in one area or two areas or whatever it just it it can't quite break through it's like all of the the cumulative effect of all the ideas and sort of started projects way down the ability to to break through and so it's like because I've sort of surrounded myself with these sort of objects that that represent you know effort towards any one of these ideas these business ideas creative ideas they like as I remove them the space becomes like more and more and more simple like clear decluttered like almost to the point of like feeling like an emptiness like it, it, it it's like it feels like just by the amount of things that I'm removing it feels like I'm about to move you know like it feels like I'm loading things into like a moving truck or something except I'm not I'm just they're just going out uh, and the, the way that I'm justifying that is this I can only afford to focus my efforts towards a primary goal right now you know I like I I have to raise that probability of success as much as possible by maximizing my focus on one effort. So even though these other things, I could see that they have a chance for success on their own. Um, again, none of them will work if they're all in play at the same time. So 
so the so the justification is this it's like i'm getting rid of it now if i decide later on to shift my focus onto onto that particular thing then i can reasonably accumulate those things in the future right it's like it's not the end of the world kind of a thing you know it's like if you if you really want to focus on, let's say, like being a photographer or a videographer, you know, and I would say pick one, don't do both. Um, then, and even choose like a niche within that, you know, like that's where you like really start to focus down. Even if I sell like the nice camera equipment that I have or get rid of it, whatever, even if I sell that now, It's like it allows me to focus on what my purpose, you know, like what my focus is now. And if I decide like, you know, six months from now, a year from now, three years, 10 years from now, whatever, <laughs> if I'm still here, that I wanted, I really want to be a photographer or I really want to be a videographer, whatever, then I can, I can accumulate things to serve that purpose. And again, I have to be even more specific about the niche within those things. Like, so for example, if I wanted to be a videographer, you know, a filmmaker, if you will, it's like, if I, like, there's plenty of types of things to film. Like you could actually try to do like film and movies, or you could do, you know, wedding photography, right? Or there's, or, or sorry, wedding uh, videography, um, or you know whatever. There's there's plenty of different niches of video. You know, I want to make music videos or whatever. Like, then if I pick one of those things, and this is like what I really wish I truly understood, you know, years ago, that. The, the the issue is this, right? Like, if you... It's... If you don't have, like, a bunch of money just, like, to play around with things... I don't, it's not even, not even an accurate assessment. It's like, if you need to make money for whatever reason doing the thing that you're moving towards... Like, I say, like, okay, today I want to be a, you know, videographer and I need to make money doing this. It'll take you a while, generally speaking, to get established, to get established clients, you know, to like, to get the business going. But if you're in sort of a survival mode, you, even if you've identified a niche, you will move off target pretty quickly because you're like, well, I really want to be a, you know, wedding videographer, but someone asked me to do a commercial you know, for their small business. And then so you do that. It's like, it's, you know, it, it's like taking you off course, off focus, off message. It's like, you, it, you're like, well, I need the money, you know, I need the money, so I'll do it. And then, then you've done that. And now someone else asks you to come, you know, I don't know, 
like whatever it is, right? Now you're working on like a movie thing, and and then the problem is like there's different requirements for each setting, right? There's a there is a different skill set involved, and there's different equipment involved. Like the I'm using like wedding videography as an example because like there's very specific tools involved in that niche, right? Like or if you're doing like real estate videos like that that's also like very specific and different like you're going to make different choices on which lenses you use you know you you need to figure out which um whatever the little thing is that goes on top of the like it screws in the top of the lens um you know like different lighting equipment different gimbals and different you know like it's like and you can even find a niche with that because then you can work with a team and then, you know, maybe you do one type of video and then someone else is doing the other type of video. And then you combine the things at the end. Um, and also just like, you know, if you're going to also do the editing, like that goes along with that, then there's different beats. There's different, like different way of telling the story in those different scenarios, Right. So you can do a mediocre job at anything, and a lot of people do, including myself. I've, I've been plenty guilty of that. Doesn't, didn't mean I wasn't interested in it or was, wasn't, like, had the desire to do a great job or had the, like, ability to get to where the great job was. It's just if there's other things in the picture, it... it you just it just makes it so much harder it's like everything's drag everything else is dragging you down as you're trying to move in that direction you know um like let's say you need to buy a two thousand dollar camera it's like or three thousand dollar camera or whatever it is right and maybe you need a lens it's like you know whatever let's just say like there's like five thousand dollars worth of equipment that you need to get to really get going in a specific niche like that becomes not as bad if you are focused on just that. But if you're trying to do that plus nine other things, now that $5,000 seems like, you know, this huge amount of money, right? I mean, it's already like, you know, arguably some people listen to them and say, that's a lot of money, or maybe some people say, nah, it's whatever. But the point is, it, the weight of it, is much less when you have that focus. And so that's where I'm at. And and so I'm looking through this stuff and I'm like, man, I'm, I'm getting rid of so much stuff. Like I had a whole section where I was basically set up to do like top-down recordings where I had the lighting set up and, you know, I'd gotten this like white rolled out paper and you can see, like, I've done some videos, like, YouTube videos on using this, like, setup. But because that's not my focus, the setup is not as good as it could be, you know? There's a difference between, like, the setup that I have now, which is sort of like this amateur setup. It's better than nothing, but it's not great. It's not, like, breakthrough quality because, not just because of, like, the lack of focus on the equipment and the setup and the lighting, but also just the time effort. You know, I'm not, I'm not kicking out 
those types of videos on a consistent basis and I don't have it scheduled for it. I'm not, you know, I don't have like a specific goals to hit and I don't have a end goal in mind that's clear about that. I was just like, well, these, you know, I, I would just get these sort of like ideas about this stuff. Like, oh, I think I could do that and then start to move down that direction. And, and that was, I guess, interesting to a point. But now it's like, I'm sort of bundling all this photography stuff into like this in one corner and then, you know, the video stuff in the same sort of area and realizing like, okay, I pretty likely can get rid of like all this unless I can, unless I can purpose that towards my primary goal. And if not, it's got to go. And there's a lot of that. There's stuff that's like sentimental in a weird way. Um, I don't say weird way, but it's like certain equipment, like, you know, getting rid of this computer that I did a bunch of research on what the best case would be and everything else. And went through the process of getting this thing. And I was like, I finally have it. And I still, I still adore this like computer case, but it doesn't fit. And I think as I, as just as I say that, I think I, I think I get like the whole vibe of like when Steve Jobs came back to Apple and he did this thing where he was like just, you know, letting go, just killing off projects. Um, there's this like, to me, it's like famous thing where I think he, he came back and he just did a question and answer thing with uh, a bunch of Apple developers. And I don't, I don't know if it was a WWDC, which is a worldwide developer conference or or if it's a shareholder meeting, I don't know exactly what it was, but he basically came on stage and, and when he came back to Apple uh, after leaving and starting next up, and then basically Apple had created all these different computers when he was gone, and Apple was really suffering as a company. And when he came back, he, he really focused the company down they instead of making i think they were making i don't know let's say 20 different computers and i think they were doing printers and other things and he focused down to like we're going to do a laptop and a desktop a pro model and a consumer model like it's it's pretty much it um it was it was highly focused compared to where it was before and i think you know he said something about some there's some phrase that I mentioned before like the sum being greater than the I need to figure out what the exactly what that phrase is <laughs> um, because that concept is is true in this case it's like it's like yeah some of these items that I have that I'm decluttering that are that are representative of, of good ideas Right, like on its own, like the photography stuff is really compelling, or the video stuff is really compelling, or the top-down video stuff is is, is compelling in in ways, you know. Um, and there's other things, and it's like, but it doesn't fit. It it's not a breakthrough method. And um, so that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. So I'm at, I'm actually gonna I'm like literally kind of taking a break from this right now, 
and I'm going to go back and do some more of it because it's it's like for me I think this is the sentimental stuff like a lot of this is my sentimental phase of decluttering because I I was like attached to and sentimental about these items and these ideas and it's like letting go of these things is a representation of not just to like let go of the thing or that that like no no longer serves me or doesn't interest me it's like actually the thing is very interesting to me still and i really enjoy the idea and i really think that the idea has promise and i think that you know like that the steps that i've taken towards those ideas and those things like could potentially bear fruit down the road like they you know it's like it's basically like i love these things but i gotta let them go and it's okay it's actually okay it's actually it's partly like a sense of peace about it that i have at this stage and I think just because I have a deeper understanding of it. And, um, you know, there is that recognition of like, yes, I could do these other things in the future. But I, I also recognize if I'm going to go down uh, any particular path or road, like it's got to be focused. It's got to be focused. I think one of the other reasons that it's been difficult for me is that I think I was looking for, I don't know if it's quite validation, but I was looking for sort of support from other people towards a goal. And I think this might be a thing that trips up a lot of like new entrepreneurs. Certainly it did me, um, where it's like you have an idea, you start working towards it, you know, you start turning it into a business and then you, you look for those around you to support you in some type of way even if it's just like emotional go 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 get them support um or sort of validation of what you're doing um but most of the time you you just don't certainly like i think well i've learned from just talking to people who have been successful that like a lot of the times or most of the time you just don't get that type of support or this sort of concept of like people don't really support you until they start seeing the fruits of the work that you put in. Like no one wants to be with you tilling in the garden. They just want to come over when there's like, you know, just to pick the pick the fruit or whatever. <laughs> you know, like they want to say like nice garden. They don't want to say like, or you know what I mean. They like they just want to. They don't. I don't know exactly why this is, but it's just like. I've had a desire to not sort of be alone in this process. I felt very alone in like starting businesses. And I think through this process, I was looking for someone to, to see one of the things that I was doing and say, wow, this thing right here has got a lot of promise. You should focus on that, you know, or, or I, or even just like, I really like what you're doing here. And, and, and certainly like you can get those types of feedback from customers, you know, 
of areas and just or just like you, you can still get feedback but i'm talking about like looking for people in my personal life to to sort of just almost like cheerlead in even just one of any of these efforts right but in my experience was was like very different of like not very different than most people but very different than what i expected right like you try to get certain family members involved in, in in a business and they might tell you that they believe that family and business don't mix right or they just will just kind of there's a lot of weirdness around and i will say weirdness in this case around like people that you people that i expected to support did not and even sometimes the opposite like there was certain cases where like people that, that most that most of the people said like i can't trust this person or something they might be the only person that actually like showed up to actually help in certain cases right so it's a very weird thing like we're but essentially it's like a very like they you know they talk about this stuff of like sort of this lonely journey like you have to sort of be or like this idea like it's lonely at the top or something like that it's like i think there's a certain amount of truth to that in terms of you have to i have to be willing to own the idea the choice of whatever direction i'm moving in and i have to shoulder the burden of that myself and maybe some of it was like wanting to share that burden you know with someone you know someone else to be there so it's like as all the difficult challenges that happen in any business come up it's like you don't have to deal with them all on your own um i think that that was a a very difficult thing for me and i'm also questioning um or sort of reframing that this story about like this was really hard and a lot of people weren't there for me and you know like that sort of framing of things is not necessarily good like you it's better i think it's it's possible to get into a frame of mind where it's like you t you start telling yourself a story about like this this thing is difficult and painful and therefore like you know i i have a lot of scar tissue from from moving forward on my own and no one being no one being there for me or you know no one helping me along and and um and it it puts you it you know it, it can put put you in like a frame of like it's almost like if you're on the path to what you perceive as like greatness it can be an excuse to sort of keep you small right it's like it's if you're if these things are happening to you and it's sort of unfair and things and you have this sort of like excuse to blame and and if and if you don't make yourself big then you don't have to be vulnerable to 
the the criticism and things that might come your way, which 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 occur uh, with like starting to have success. If you come from like not success and start to have it, like and and I've heard this is a common story, and uh, it's like there's people don't always champion your your success like even when you start to have success it's like or just even just like you have like a really good idea and you start moving towards like what you feel is your purpose or whatever like you just start moving towards a goal like very real in a real way other people can feel like even if it it may be something it's different for different people but one example could be that like they don't feel like they have the courage to move in that direction and so they they almost like unconsciously throw some negativity towards your way um because of because of that i mean there, there's there's like that's like the weirdness thing that happens where where people start to say like if you're gonna have success like you need to like you, you you're gonna have haters and and you should thank your haters and haters are a sign of success and that sort of thing because it's like it is actually like a sign of success like a lot of people who've been successful will say because it it's like <laughs> when you keep yourself small you're 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 hidden you're sort of you're insulated from that stuff and as you start to put yourself out there people are going to have opinions you know i've had opinions on everybody's done this kind of like you know throwing negativity in people's directions on for some reason or or the other right like you may not even know that's the thing like they not may they may not even know they're doing it you may not know that you're doing it you know like it's just it's like the thing of like you start telling someone an idea about something and then they start like picking it apart you know it's like oof. they think that they're helping you know <laughs> um which is not always the, the case you know um they're not understanding how to like how sort of allow someone to dream and encourage and also like if you are trying to help maybe sort of um i don't know i feel like there's a there's like uh some like zen masters that can do this kind of thing you know i think i know like um phil jackson the coach of the, the bulls was michael jordan's coach was like very into he's also coached Kobe Bryant was also like very into sort of getting understanding who these players are and getting into the sort of psychology and helping them along in their journey of growth in a way that is positive for that individual but also positive for the collective group and the success of like whatever they're trying to achieve and so there's there's ways to do to offer support to people but I think it's actually maybe something that's much harder than people maybe think or, or maybe there's just less people who are really able and aware of like how to do that effectively um it's it's like an art form you know it is an art form so so you know basically like you're like for me i just encountered encountered a lot of people who certainly do not have that art <laughs> our ability and uh you know and anyways that's that's a part of the journey but the part that i can control is what i have to focus on and that 
that that part is literally focus. And it's literally saying goodbye to items that I love, appreciate. I think they're great, awesome. I mean, this computer case that I'm getting rid of is like one of the best computer cases, arguably the best computer case ever made, okay? Uh, on its own, it's just like this incredible thing, but it just doesn't fit um, in the, the the scheme of like, you know, things. I, I need to memorize this phrase about the sum of parts or whatever. Um, so, so I'm doing that consistently. These last few days have been like really digging into it and uh, just sort of like putting putting something on to watch in the background and kind of getting getting to it and and uh, it's a process. It's also like allowing the space and time to fully like work through these decisions. Right, like I just got rid of two computers, and so one of them, you know, it was like a thing. Like I had to, I had some memory modules around, so I, I first like literally disassembled this computer, added the higher memory that was available, put it back together, you know, boxed everything up, you know. Uninst you know, reinstall the operating system so it's ready for sale or just to give give to someone. Like that's a whole process, right? Did that for one computer. And then for the other one that I just did, it's like disassembling it and using one of the components, in this case, like a graphics card that was the best graphic card that I had and putting in that into the computer that I'm keeping. Right, so I'm maximizing the computer that I'm, I'm keeping, and the rest of it can go, you know. And if there's some small components that I think that I may, um, that may be useful, like I could set them aside temporarily, but I think, um, you know, ultimately it's like getting rid of all the big stuff, and uh, it's becoming really interesting. It's it's like very telling. It's like the Every time I get to a new item that I'm getting rid of, I'm, I'm reminded of like, oh, this is, this was this idea that I didn't fully, like, that I wasn't focused on enough to, to break through with. And uh, at this moment, it's just, it feels, it actually feels good. And it's weird. <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a. So it's not weird. It's it, it feels good and it feels like a strangeness, like a weight being lifted feeling. That's that's really what it's what it is. And it's also literally like there's space now in this particular room that there just wasn't space before. And it and I also have to I think the other thing I have to do is remind myself that even though I'm letting go go of this thing, even if I can't get the exact thing in the future. If, if I am in a situation where I need that, like I can get, you know, something that works and most likely will work even better um, than, than what I currently have that I'm getting rid of. So there has to be like a, a trust in that if I need one of these things in the future that I can attain it. You know, it's like, 
instead of being in a frame of mind of like lack of like, oh God, if I get rid of this, I never get something like this again. Like instead of being in that frame, being like, okay, if I really need this thing, like let's say something that's not business related, right? Like let's say you want, uh, like let's say you have a regular Nintendo or something like a, a original Nintendo entertainment system and you decide to get rid of it, right? Like, and to, in order to get one in new condition in, you know, five years from now, it's going to cost you, let's say, 1500 bucks. Let's just go, let's say $2,000, right? It could be even more, but let's just say that, right? It's like, if the focus is truly there and then it's truly something that you want and it's truly something that you'll, you'll, um, I don't know, be a good steward of and all of that, then it's doable. And by the way, if you keep good condition of it, you know, and just use it reasonably, like it's going to hold value if it's going up in value anyways. So it's not really, there's not a whole lot of lose-lose in, you know, in that situation. It's like, it's just getting rid of the fear-based like lack mindset is I think how people describe it. I'm just like, I'll be okay. Like, I will be okay if I, you know, because without having this in my life right now, even though this is the thing that's maybe rare or sort of retro or just really good shape or whatever, it's like, I'll be okay. And if I really need something in the future, fine. And then the, I think the, the other thing that's helpful for me is becoming a software developer is, is really in powering my creative process and it sort of gives some level of empowerment of like not only can I acquire something in the future if I need it I actually could make it myself in a lot of cases now or, or you know I can make it whenever I need it so so on the background that's sort of like one of the things that I'm, I'm doing with my software um, is like I'm actually starting to write software that I use for myself on a day-to-day -day basis. It's pretty, pretty cool experience. And I'm, you know, who knows? Like at some point, I might release this for other people to use, um, because it goes along with this sort of like journey of simplification and some of the, some of the ways that I'm, I'm keeping things simple and focused. So, anyways, I think that's good for now. Uh, don't spend. You know, telling this to myself, don't spend time punching at pieces of paper. It's just perhaps interesting for like an exploratory phase to try to determine if some, something is interesting to you or not. But, you know, you got to put a probably a good limit on on that time frame of of moving in a direction of doing something otherwise you're going to end up you know punching at pieces of paper for hopefully not your whole life you know it's like that's terrifying you know so i'm gonna get back to this declutter wish me luck thanks everybody for listening take care